Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we explore the really troubling allegations against Apollo hospitals and the larger issue around organ trafficking in India. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note from Team Ditto. Did you know that two-thirds of medical bills in India are paid out of pocket? Imagine growing your investments only to see them vanish with a single hospital trip. That's why as a financially prudent individual, you must have comprehensive health insurance. And for this, you can talk to our team at Ditto Insurance today, where we guarantee unbiased, spam-free and personalized insurance advice. The link is in the description below. Now, on to today's episode. There could be a massive kidney transplant scam unfolding in India's capital city. And this might be taking place at one of India's largest hospital groups, Apollo Hospitals. At least, that's what the British media house The Telegraph revealed on Sunday. What's going on, you ask? Well, it begins with our neighbour, Myanmar. See, organ transplants in Myanmar can only happen between relatives. So when someone's kidneys fail, that person can't really take out an advertisement asking for donors and promise that they will pay for a kidney. They have to find a relative. Or they could find some random individual willing to do it out of the goodness of their heart. It's the same rule in India. Now, apparently, wealthy individuals from Myanmar are flying across the border to India for organ transplants. And they're finding poor villagers from their country to donate kidneys. But what about the relationship status? That can be fixed by some forged documents. Of course, the middlemen or the agents who connect the donor with the recipient will take care of all the dirty work. They will create a family tree, fake household documents showing family ties, drum up a marriage certificate if needed, stage a photo op to show the two people visiting a temple or taking a holiday, and then cook up a false story. Oh yes, they need a false story too. Because you can't just waltz into a hospital and say, hey, I'm the donor, take my kidney. In many cases, there could be an interview with the Transplant Authorization Committee. The ones who make up this committee are officials from the hospital and even a member appointed by the government. These folks need to believe the documents. They need to buy into the story and only then will they sign off on the transplant. So yes, there's definitely a process in place. And if the documents and stories seem genuine enough, it could be quite easy to fool this committee too. So the big question is, was Apollo's top brass involved in this scam too? Well, the hospital has vehemently denied any knowledge, of course. And maybe the rot is just limited to its Myanmar office. Because when the Telegraph's reporter posed as a relative of someone who needed a kidney transplant, they were told by a certain doctor from the Apollo office saying that it's easy to find a donor. So yes, it could be a case of a few dubious individuals trying to make a quick buck. But here's the thing. Apollo has been embroiled in a kidney scam before. Back in 2016, similar accusations were levelled against the hospital. And at the time, the donors and recipients in the picture were all Indians. People from poor parts of Uttar Pradesh would be paid 3 to 4 lakh rupees for a kidney. And again, documents would be forged. But Apollo said that it was a victim of a well-orchestrated operation to cheat patients and the hospital. Apparently, the traffickers managed to fool the committee into believing these fake relationship statuses. So, it could be a similar story playing out again. But the question is, despite knowing that organ trafficking was rampant and having been on the receiving end before, what did Apollo do to tighten the screws? We imagine that Apollo will probably have to answer this sooner or later. And in the meanwhile, it also raises a few other questions regarding organ trafficking. You see... India is one of the epicentres of commercial organ trafficking. 
Sure, we have a law in place, the Transplantation of Human Organs and Tissues Act, which came into effect in 1994. But if you go by media reports, it's still quite easy for unscrupulous people to get around to it. Now, there might be a couple of reasons why organ trafficking is so rampant here. Firstly, there's massive income disparity in the country. So when the poor get desperate for money, they resort to whatever means necessary to hold on to their life. For instance, in 2001, 305 people in Chennai who sold their kidney were asked why they did it, and 96% of them said it was to pay off debts. They had no other way out. Now sure, that survey is over two decades old, but the inequality in the country has only been expanding since then. So it's not hard to imagine that the situation could be even worse than before. The other problem is the demand supply gap. In India, there's a need for 200,000 kidney transplants each year, but just 10,000 transplants are conducted. And whenever there is a mismatch of this magnitude, it opens the doors for the black market. The illegal business thrives. So how do we solve this problem you ask? Well for starters the simple answer is that we need more organ donors. Currently the organ donation rate among the dead is just 1 per million people. Experts say we need to get the ratio higher to around 65 per million. And one method to improve this is to train ICU hospital staff on recognizing when the organs of a deceased can be used and counsel families for donation. But you can imagine that's not a frictionless ploy. Getting people who are dealing with loss to consider donating organs of their loved ones is a tall order. So maybe the other way is to move from an opt-in model for organ donation to an opt-out model. What do we mean? Well, this means that the default state is that as soon as you're born, you become an organ donor. You don't need to take the effort and sign up to be one. Rather, if you decide that you don't want to donate your organs and that you want to opt out, that's when you actually have to fill up a form. And this system seems to work. A decade or so ago, researchers looked at some data in Europe. They found that in Germany, which had an opt-in policy, only 12% of people registered as organ donors. Whereas in Austria, where it was an opt-out policy, 99% of people were organ donors. Sure, the idea might be a bit controversial. Giving away one's organs, even if it's after death, might make people squeamish. But you could justify it on the "as judged by themselves" principle. In simpler terms, what will you want if you were struggling to get a transplant for a loved one? We're guessing you'd be hoping more people are organ donors, right? And it seems like the Indian authorities are mulling over using the opt-out system as well. Now we don't know how it will all turn out, but we do need to do something to pull a full stop to illegal trafficking of organs. We need to stop the exploitation of vulnerable people, and we need hospitals like Apollo to be more accountable for what goes on behind closed doors, right? Until then fingers crossed. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you want to share your feedback or suggestions, do drop us an email to hi@theratefinshots.in. Until next time.